Mindfulness Mode 138. There's really a coloring book for everything now. Um, you know, there's coloring books if you're a fan of The Walking Dead, the TV show. So there's like zombie coloring books. On Mindfulness Mode, we talk about how people from all walks of life have discovered mindfulness. And today, you're listening to Mindfulness Weekends with Bruce. Last time on episode 137, I talked with Jay Wong about his kind of mindfulness and how he's all about taking positive action and creating for his followers. If you didn't hear Jay's episode, I strongly recommend you go back. He's really dynamic. It's his birthday weekend coming up. And he has a terrific free birthday offer for you, Mindful Tribe. So don't forget to check it out. Today, we're talking about the fairly recent craze of coloring to relieve stress and get focused. I'm really excited to have Zephan Blacksburg back on the show to talk about this interesting topic. Here's our chat. I have Zeph Blacksburg with me. I am really excited this weekend to be chatting with Zeph because, for one thing, he was number four way back when I started Mindfulness Mode. He was on my fourth show, and that show was called Zeph and Blacksburg From Youth Trauma to Video Master Entrepreneur. And yeah, he shared his life story and uh, trauma, and wow, it was a powerful episode, but so much has happened in the last year. Zeph has has flown 30 free flights through travel hacking in 16 months. He produced, well, his his podcast is just rocking it, which is a number one iTunes podcast called Year of Purpose. He published a best-selling book called Life Rescripted. It's unbelievable. He just got back from two months in Europe. It's amazing how much you've packed in. So Zephan, great to have you here. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Bruce. You know, I think the one thing I haven't done in the last couple of years is probably sleep, uh, but I'm getting better with it. And, you know, with all the jet lag now, I think it kind of forces me into sleeping a little bit more. So it's it's been really good. Well, I can imagine that you haven't slept because I don't know how you would have time to with all these things <laughs> you've been doing. And one of the reasons I I kind of made that initiative to to reach out to you again was I'm I'm noticing oh you have a second book that you've done and this is a coloring book and what a craze it is out there with the coloring books but it's all about mindfulness tell us about the coloring book and how you came about publishing this yeah so you know I took on an intern for the summer and this really came about from a speaking engagement I talked at a local university uh, to a bunch of students who were in kind of a writing media and film department Uh, And one of them came up to me afterwards and said, you know, if you're looking for an intern for the summer, I'd love to speak with you more about that. And I said, you know, I'm not right now, uh, but in like two months, send me an email. Here's my card Mm -hmm. and uh, we'll talk. And sure enough, almost like two months to the day, he sent me an email and I was like, all right, I've got this great intern. How do I provide him the most value? What can I teach him or show him that I know how to do? And I thought that self-publishing has been a really cool resource and tool of mine. And him being a writer, I knew this would be of value to him. Mm-hmm. And so together we kind of teamed up and we did this whole case study. I mean, we looked at the Amazon reviews of all the coloring books that were out there. We tried to figure out what were people doing right? What were they doing wrong? So, you know, we're looking at the one, two and three star reviews mm-hmm. to find out, you know, how can we make this better and make this something that people actually want? And we found that there's kind of this mix of people. There's people who 
absolutely love coloring uh, and, you know, use it for uh, stress reduction and for a break in their day. Uh, and then there's people that are kind of using this on the path of self-improvement, you know, as their break from, you know, all the goals that they've set for themselves. It's kind of a nice way to almost journal or take just a few minutes to, to themselves of silence in the day. And no one had really combined the two concepts yet. There was, uh, you know, John Lee Dumas came out with the Freedom Journal. Fantastic idea there. Uh, you know, I love journaling in the morning and each and every day, but no one had really combined the idea of journaling with the stress relieving uh, features of adult coloring. Because if you think about it, you know, when you journal, sometimes it can bring up some stress and some anxiety. You've got a lot going on inside. And so we wanted to find a way to pair the two together. And that's how Grateful was born. And Grateful is spelled G-R-E-A-T. F-U-L-L, and it's actually a three-part series of adult coloring books. So there's three volumes out there, and they're good for roughly 30 days of taking, you know, a 20 to 30-minute break in your day, each and every day to color, to journal, and to doodle. And why do you think coloring helps us so much to be mindful? You know, I think part of it takes us back to our childhood roots. You know, a lot of the times, if you look at many of the traumas and things that we've gone through, uh, typically we have to take ourselves back to our roots and back to our inner child and kind of have that conversation with our younger self and our less mature self. Uh, And I think part of it, too, is that, you know, we look at screens all day. Uh, You know, if I'm not on my computer, I may be on my phone texting or reading the news while I'm walking into the office. Uh, And we very rarely take that break to, you know, get our eyes away from, you know, these screens, they tire us out. Uh, And I think so just to take a few moments to uh, get back to pen and paper and really get back to our roots just makes all that difference. Oh, it does make a difference. And I know your coloring book is awesome with the coloring, but it's so much more. Can you go into more detail to tell us all of these extras that are included? Yeah. So after some, you know, self-exploration myself, I've tested out things like the five minute journal. You know, I've bought just plain blank moleskin notebooks that I've written in myself. Uh, My journey really kind of started off of a TED talk by a guy who is named Sean Acker, A-C-H-O-R. And he gave this talk that talked about they did a research study to find how can people rewire their brains. You know, we set this bar of happiness of saying, I'll be happy if, or I'll be happy when. Uh, And what happens is we get there and then the bar moves and we never really get to this point of being satisfied. And so that was kind of like the big uh, leap pad foundational thing that sparked a lot of this self-improvement for me. And so in his research, he found a couple things. He found that Uh, saying morning affirmations made a huge difference. He found that taking uh, moments for silence made a huge difference. He found that journaling, uh, random acts of kindness. And so all of it was kind of incorporated into this where uh, you basically get a really well-designed page that has an inspirational quote for the day and then three morning affirmations. And so you have three for every single day that are totally different from the day before. And then after that, you've got a coloring piece that we had an illustrator design with the sole purpose that it doesn't take the four or five hours that your typical coloring book would take. This is really meant to be something that, you know, you can finish in 20 or 30 minutes and have that silent time to yourself. And when you flip over to the back of that, you actually get a doodle zone and a journaling zone. So you have space that's just enough space to write for about five minutes, whether it's in the morning or the middle of your day. 
even at night if you want. And there's a doodle space because, I mean, who doesn't like to draw doodles in the little margins of their paper? Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I imagine, Zeph, after you've done this for 30 days, you're going to feel like you're just going to want to continue. I mean, that's how habits work. Can you share a little bit more about habits in your life that have really helped you? Yeah. So, you know, I certainly uh, used to have quite a few bad habits and I now have quite a lot of good habits, um, you know, and habits really take, I found it's about roughly 30 days. Um, even Sean said in his talk with that research study that they did, um, that it was somewhere between, you know, like roughly 25 and 30 days where things really started to stick. Uh, and you know, look, like I've had certain things that don't stick. Like I'm really bad at flossing. The dentist always yells at me for it. <laughs> uh, and then I have habits like, you know, I've got these moleskin notebooks, all over now um, because one of the really good habits that I formed was that when I am talking to people, when I'm out, you know, during my day, there's so many things pop up, whether it's an idea or something I remembered that I had to do. And it's kind of like my to-do list just would constantly get larger and larger and larger. And then when I finally had a breakdown because I was just so overwhelmed with what was going on, uh, you know, I finally learned, you know, hey, if you bring like a little notebook with you or if you take, you know, some post-it notes, I always leave a a stack of post-it notes out on my desks. Uh, There's always a notebook in my backpack that goes with me to the office just to write down different notes. You know, maybe I had a call with somebody and I want to remember something that I promised to them. I said I would do, Um, you know, maybe I want to. Uh, just take notes of something that came up as a thought while I was on a call with someone so that I can get back in and really focus with them and give them my full attention. So that's been like a really good habit that I've formed over the last few months. Um, And it's something that I've really made sure, you know, I've got these little notebooks almost everywhere. So there's no excuse. Um, But habits in general, you know, I think that if it's something that you truly want to do and, and something you want to make the change in, then you'll go about doing it. Um, I oftentimes give people the example of getting into shape. You know, if it's something that bothers you bad enough, if you're that upset about, you know, how you feel in the morning after a night of, you know, drinking or eating unhealthy, uh, if you're that upset with the way your figure looks in the mirror, you know, you'd certainly do have that power to go about changing that and putting the habits into place. So it's really a matter of, you know, figuring out what are the things that upset you the most and then figuring out, you know, how do we go about changing those things and then putting in rewards and reminders in there that you're doing a great job. Because I think at the end of the day, you know, if you don't have that little bit of encouragement, like for me, I've got a bunch of bars of Hershey's dark chocolate in the closet. Like that's my encouragement. You know, if I did something great, if I closed a sale for uh, my business, you know, I'll go down and get a bar of chocolate and thank myself for what I accomplished. Uh, I'm glad you do that because I do that same thing once in a while. You know, I don't eat chocolate bars very much, but dark chocolate just once in a while. Wow. It's just like, pow, it makes me feel so amazing. And it does feel like a reward, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And it's good for you. It's healthy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it is. Well, this coloring thing, you know, like I remember when I was when I was a kid, I loved to color. I don't know why. It was just one of those things that I I really loved to. And then when we had our son, well, he wasn't so much that way. He really didn't love to color, but one day he came home from school when he was in grade 1 and he said I don't, I don't ever want to color anymore. 
And mm. we're like, what? What's going on? Well, apparently a little girl that he sat beside in school had looked over at his work and she said, oh, that's just scribbling. That's not coloring. <laughs> And that was one of those pivotal moments, you know, how we look back in our life and you remember a moment for who knows why, what's the reason? Well, that was a moment that it just stuck with him. That little girl said that was scribbling. Well, from that day on, he has never wanted to color. He doesn't enjoy it. He doesn't find it a pleasurable experience. And and we kind of think, you know what, like just allow him to be whatever you know like we don't try to push him into it but we've noticed that a lot of times in school there are many uh classes many teachers that want the students to color you know you need to color a title page you need to color these maps you need to do all these coloring exercises so we've kind of helped him out a few times with those because he still sees a negative with coloring what would you say to somebody that's got that negativity stuck you know that's associated with coloring how can they maybe change that You know, I think part of it is looking at what people are interested in. So, you know, when I was in school, there is this huge emergence of uh, medicating people for ADD and ADHD. And regardless of, you know, some people will argue for or against it, regardless of your opinion on it. I think that a big part of why so many people struggle in the classroom uh, is because they're not being taught the things that they were interested in. You know, if I grew up being wanting to be a police officer, a fireman, and you're trying to teach me geometry, you know, chances are I'm not going to be nearly as interested in it because it's just not what I'm trying to learn. Uh, And I think that's probably why I soared in college was I was really able to specialize in film and in video and the things that I really had a passion for. So part of it is finding a way to, um, you know, coordinate that with their interests. Uh, So one of the cool things with the coloring book side of things is that uh, there's really a coloring book for everything now. Um, You know, there's coloring books if you're a fan of The Walking Dead, the TV show. So there's like zombie coloring books. You know, if you really like flowers, there's floral ones. I mean, there's really one for everything. So part of it is finding, you know, something that really draws that interest. Um, And then part of it is, you know, you can't force somebody to like something. Right. So I think that. you kind of have to let them be free to to do their thing. Uh, but, you know, if you can certainly incorporate some of their other interests in with it, uh, you might be able to convince them back to the dark side because we have cookies over here. And so there's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Well, Zeph, it's been great having you on the show. And I, I'm wondering, can you tell Mindful Tribe, how can they get their hands on one of your coloring books? Yeah, so you guys can head on over to Amazon. Uh, everything's available on there. You can either type in my name in the search box. It's Zephan, Z-E-P-H-A-N, Blacksburg, B-L-A-X-B-E-R-G. Or our book is called Grateful, G-R-E-A-T-F-U-L-L, leaving you feeling great and full at the end of each day. Super, and I'll put it in the show notes as well. It's really been awesome reconnecting with you, Zeph, and uh, you have a great time with all the exciting things you do in your life, travel hacking and hanging out with fun, cool people and all of those things. Thanks so much, and you know, if you guys want to follow in on the fun, I'm always posting photos on Instagram, so you can check that out too. Super, and what's your Instagram ID? At Zephan Moses. Just as easy as that. All right. Thanks, Zephan. You have a great rest of your day. 
You too. Bye now. Thanks for tuning into Mindfulness Mode and listening to Zeph and I really enjoyed talking with him and learning about his coloring book and how it came to be. I think that's something I'm going to order too because I think I'll really enjoy it. Oh, and hey, our next episode, Dave Sanderson. Do you remember that uh, story, Miracle on the Hudson? Wow. It was like one of the most traumatic aviation near disasters they landed on the hudson river and wow well my guest is the last passenger off that plane and of course they're making a movie the movie's coming out in september the movie is called sully so tune in next time and we'll be talking with dave until next time mindful tribe take what we've learned today and reach new heights of calm focus and happiness stay in the mode